You're now locked in to another episode of Unboxing Scripture. Just friends hanging out, reading unfamiliar and familiar scriptures, unpacking truths that we can apply to our daily routine, a fun look at the Word of God, a chance to laugh and learn at the same time. Welcome to Unboxing Scripture, not your typical unboxing channel. Welcome to Unboxing Scripture. My name is Brian Lowe. I am the host and Let's just kind of open this up and I'll describe to you real quick what the goal is behind this podcast. Uh, first off, thanks for joining me. I'm excited and extremely humble that you would take the time to download this, stream it, or listen to it. So thank you for doing that. Um, the goal behind this is I've grown up in church and around the Word of God. And one of the things I've enjoyed is how I could you know, talk with my friends about something from scripture and then them share with me what they've seen in scripture or what maybe God said to them and how there's different revelation that they would get than what I had. And it, and it would always like, Oh man, there were times like one of my friends would share something with me about a scripture that they read that I knew about. Like I was familiar with that chapter, that chapter or that verse, but then they would highlight something or say something. And I'd be like, Oh my goodness, that is so cool. I've never seen it that way. I've never, you know, been able to connect those two dots together. So that's why I've put together this podcast is to get together with a lot of my friends, uh, both in person and via phone calls, different things like that, put them on this channel, get into the word of God and find, you know, a fresh perspective on something that's from the word. So to unbox a truth or to unbox something that God has in scripture with you on this podcast that we could then apply to our lives. Because one of the best things I love about the word of God is how you can be in this book over and over again and always be learning something brand new, whether it's your first time in James or it's your hundredth time in the book, there's something that could be, could be showing you that's brand new this time around. And I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I could read, you know, different movies over and over again, or I could read different movies. That's not even, you don't read a movie, but like you could watch a movie over and over again. And in, in movies, they have these things called Easter eggs. And Easter eggs are when you watch a movie and you catch a small detail in a movie that maybe you didn't see the very first time. And that's what I, my heart and my, my goal is with this podcast is to get my friends together, to get into the word of God and to pull out some of the Easter eggs as we unbox scripture together. So with that, hopefully this will be the first episode I ever do by myself. And, you know, the rest of the episodes following will, you know, be different people on here with me. I'm, I'm excited. I, my goal is to get as many people as we can over the series of this podcast. Uh, but with that, I want to introduce you to Luke 19. I want to jump into that and we'll unbox this first. And I'm going to be playing an audio version of Luke 19 instead of reading it to you. And I'm going to be playing it from a group you can find on the iTunes store or in the Google Play store, anywhere online. Actually, they've got a YouTube and a Twitter account, Instagram, all these different social media platforms. And it's called Streetlights. And Streetlights is a group of guys out of the Chicagoland area. The first time I ever heard about them, I was actually on my way to the airport to pick up a guest minister. And I was just, you know, uh, hip scan on my radio. And all of a sudden I heard this music and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then there was scripture behind it. I was like, oh my goodness, this is really neat. And I just, from there, got a hunger to find out what was that? How do I find it more? Is there more of that? And uh, it was very early in the group's kind of forming that I enter, uh, that I landed on Streetlights. And what they do is they take hip-hop music and hip-hop artists and rap artists and blend it together with scripture. 
you use a lot of New King James and NIV to put together a really cool way of hearing the gospel. And it was something for quite a while that I used to work out to. And with this first episode being by myself, I want to jump into Luke 19, which may be a pretty familiar passage. And we'll do both of those, both familiar and unfamiliar passages with the idea of finding something new, finding whatever that Easter egg is or whatever that truth is that we can unbox and then apply to our life. So I'm going to do that real quick with this. And this is Luke 19 by The Streetlights. Here you go. Chapter 19, Jesus and Zacchaeus. Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. There was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree beside the road, for Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said. Quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. But the people were displeased. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner, they grumbled. Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I will give half my wealth to the poor Lord. And if I've cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this home today. For this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. There you go. All right. That is Luke 19 by the streetlights. Uh, I love that passage. I, I'm, I don't know if you can't enjoy that. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, I like the music behind it. I was loving it when the bass was coming in, boom, you know, different moments like that. And I was just kind of geeking out there for a minute. But anyways, uh, let's like kind of unbox some of the truths from this section of scripture out of Luke 19. Um, Zacchaeus is a pretty well-known scripture if or uh, story in scripture if you've grown up in church. I mean, it's one of the ones that you hear from children's ministry all the way through into the sanctuary, from youth ministry and middle school and all the way into the sanctuary. You hear about this guy, Zacchaeus. And I think one of the things that's important to know about Zacchaeus is he was a sinner. He was just lost, and I know that may seem like a mute point because it's just something that everybody kind of maybe knows at this point, but he was a sinner that had a knowledge of Jesus that I often wonder what was it or what circle did Zacchaeus hear about this man Jesus that caused him to hunger to know him? And I think there's just that truth that no matter where we are in life, no matter where we find ourselves— we need to always be sharing about our relationship with Jesus, what we've seen Jesus do, what we've you know learned from the Word of God, how it's working in our life, what God has been doing in our life, because it helps others that you know may not have a relationship with Jesus like Zacchaeus begin to develop a desire to know him. So we see Zacchaeus take off, and he goes to try to find and at least see this guy named Jesus. And in you know, verse 3, he runs into his very first obstacle, which was the crowd. And for many people, the crowd probably wasn't an obstacle. But for Zacchaeus, who the Bible says was short in stature, uh, the crowd caused him to not even be able to see Jesus. And I think there's a lot of things in our lives today that come between us and getting to a place to where we can see Jesus. 
Yeah, I don't know what your crowd is right now in your life. What's the thing that's been blocking you from seeing Jesus? And when I say seeing Jesus, I mean spending time with him, getting into the word with him, praying and talking to him. There's a lot of things I think that we allow to build up and to get in front of us, you know, that we tend to maybe shy away from. And what's crazy is the crowd was all there for the exact same reason. And oftentimes I think we can even be in church and be in a crowd of people that are there to connect and to meet with God and to meet with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And maybe we get hung up on the crowd instead of focusing on Jesus and pursuing him in that moment. And I think what's really cool is what happens, not from verse three with the crowd, but in verse four, Zacchaeus doesn't stop at the crowd. There's this tenacity in him that, man, Jesus is here and I get an opportunity to see him. I I don't want to miss this. And I think that ought to be the way we go into every day of our life. Like, okay, God, I'm waking up today and I don't want to miss the opportunity to spend time with you today. So Zacchaeus climbs a tree and you know, he climbs up this tree. I don't know how high the tree was or how high he got. I mean, but nevertheless, he climbs this tree and he's overlooking the crowd and he can see Jesus on the streets. And there's this moment where God does something through his son, Jesus, that is just, I think, God's characteristic revealed. Uh, because Jesus makes this statement in the Gospels, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And Jesus looks up at Zacchaeus, who desires to know him, And Jesus reveals to Zacchaeus that I already know who you are because he calls him out by name. Like there was no introduction. There was no moment where Zacchaeus said, hey, this is who I am. Jesus just looks up and sees him in the tree and then yells, Zacchaeus, come down from that tree because I'm coming to your house today. And Zacchaeus, like the Bible says, uh, comes down in verse six gladly. Like he gladly comes out of that tree. He gets down out of that tree super fast because the guy he wanted to know just called him out by name. And I kind of wonder sometimes if Zacchaeus thought, oh no, he knows me because Zacchaeus was known for ripping people off and, you know, being a sinner and being lost. I wonder if the beginning when he heard his name said by Jesus, if it was like, oh no, what's going to happen here? But then the next thing that follows, hey, Zacchaeus, is, hey, come down from there. I want to come to your house. And then what we see is in verse 8, this crazy, you know, transformation in Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus makes this statement. He says, man, I'm going to give half of everything I have away. And if I've cheated anyone of anything, I will pay them four times the amount of what I took from them. Now, that is a transformed life. I often wonder what happened in like between verse six and verse eight, what conversation took place? What did Jesus say to Zacchaeus that caused such a shift in his heart? But I think there's a truth here that when we as an individual can learn to bring Jesus home with us, that transformation changes in a massive way in our life. Like all of us have had maybe I say all of us, and maybe it's not all of us, but most of us, if you've been in church long enough, we've had that altar moment. 
Uh, and then an altar moment is that moment where you're in church and the preacher's preaching and you feel the, the worship band is playing and you feel everything and it's just right. And there's this moment of like, you feel God's presence on your life. And you're like, this is it, God. Thank you so much. And we repent and we kind of go through this moment of feeling refreshed and renewed. And it's like, oh, this is amazing. You know, does it get any better than this? And I think it does when we can learn to bring Jesus home with us and not just be in that public place with him, but bringing Jesus into our private place. Uh, A friend of mine in ministry, Eric Gilmore, has kind of coined the phrase, it's better to snuggle with Jesus because he's like, hey, it's, you know, snuggle, don't struggle. And I think that's what this story is showing us, that when we bring Jesus home with us, that supernatural change takes place in our life. And to the point where Jesus says, after Zacchaeus makes this statement, that, hey, Zacchaeus, salvation has come to your house today. And then he continues to say, for the Savior, man has come to seek and save that which is lost. And I think that's the thing that I wanted to bring out today was, you know, this Zacchaeus challenge of not letting things come between me and my desire to be with Jesus. The revelation that, man, when I show God that I desire him, that he matches that and then some. Because Zacchaeus displayed his desire to see Jesus by climbing the tree, not letting the crowd stop him. And then Jesus says, hey, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house. James says that this way in James 4, 8, man, if we draw near to God, then God draws near to us. So I think that's exactly what we see in this scripture is Zacchaeus drawing near to God, drawing near to Jesus. And Jesus saying, man, I'm coming home with you. I, you got to get out of that tree. I'm coming to your house today. And then upon that, there's this supernatural change that takes place. So I think the Zacchaeus challenge or the Zacchaeus attitude is not letting the crowd stop me. And then when I draw close to God, the real, the revelation that God wants to be with me and wants to go home with me. I really believe God desires more than just a Sunday service moment with us, but he wants to be taken home with us so that we can really experience his presence in our chain and, and change in our life. So that is this portion of scripture. Uh, that's the unboxing of Luke 19 verses 1 through 9 there. And I want to say thanks for joining me for episode 0 of Unboxing Scripture. The goal is when there's more than just me here that we'll be pushing between 30 to 45 minutes an episode. But I'm excited to get into Scripture, to grow in my understanding, to have a little fun, and hopefully bring a refreshing to you and the Word of God and bringing you to a place of drawing closer to God after spending a little time listening to this podcast that it encourages you to jump back into familiar Scripture with a new attitude and maybe on your own pull out some Easter eggs. And if there is a section of Scripture that you've found some Easter eggs in, some things that are really cool, then leave a comment, let me know, and it may be something that we unbox later on in Unboxing Scripture. So thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited about this endeavor. I'm extremely humbled that you've taken time out of your day and out of your life to listen and to join me on this. And God bless you guys. And uh, that's us, Unboxing Scripture. All right, we're going to close this up. Thank you. Unboxing Scripture, not your typical unboxing channel. 